Morris Happy Hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. I don't think you get more random than this collection of people around this table here today. Actually, to tell you the truth, take a look at this. This is all on Facebook Live, too, if you want to see what we look like instantly. Where the hell was I? Uh, other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar. Today we're at Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is a restaurant and a bar where they serve handcrafted food and spirits. They have a whole new menu and a radically new happy hour, which is three hours every day from three to six, and where everything is half price, including drinks, appetizers and bar food that's wayfair on Ferret street thanks for joining us on happy hour this is an incredibly random collection of people along with andrew duhon my co-host here's karen eye candy tap hello karen should i call you karen or eye candy you can call me karen <laughs> call you karen so if you're looking for karen on the internet it's spelled i-k-a-n-d-y yeah i'll tell you a little bit about karen she's an actress a model a human rights activist a dating guru and a social media star of something called hashtag dating eye candy. Is that accurate mm -hmm. enough? Yep. Okay. <laughs> and to my right, Cole Williams is here. Hi, Cole. How you doing? I'm not doing too bad. How are you doing? I'm feeling better. Better than what? Better than before this whiskey. Oh, good idea. So you've only, <laughs> but look how little, little of it you've dr drunk. Oh, no, I'm drinking. You've only drunk There's a tiny wee bit. When's the last time you had a good whiskey drink? Yesterday. Yesterday, okay. Uh, I made it for myself. You made it at home? Yeah. Where do you live? I live in uh, the seventh ward. Seventh ward. Yeah. Between six and eight. <laughs> I think so. Okay. Why are you putting me on the spot? I, I don't like math. Well, I, anyway, I'll I like to count the money. <laughs> so but if you guys <laughs> want to know what Cole does, she's the punk empress of African rock. Yeah. Okay. So far, we're doing pretty good, right? We've got an a an activist, dating guru, and the punk empress of African rock. Yeah. And wait till you hear what Lowry Curley does. Would you like to take a stab at it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Uh, Any guesses? Any guesses? Have a guess. He's a he's he he um, he owns a landscaping firm, so he can call it Lowry Curly Mows. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Okay, that's three very three good. <laughs> that, guess, your man. real name is Lowry Curly, right? That is correct. Right, so people no make fun of that. I've heard it a couple of times. You know, Lowry Curly Mows. Right. Yeah, yeah. Lowry Curly Mows. That's really a genius. Thanks, <laughs> buddy. I'd you could do that if things don't work out. You could totally open a landscape. Do you want to have one crack? You know, yeah. We did this before the show started already. You were, p you were picking what people do and what yeah, they like. Yeah, you're good at So try people. this one, yeah. What's the energy you get? He's in the sex industry. He sells sex oh, toys. Oh, wow. He's wow. A pretty <laughs> damn close. He's that is profitable close. profitable sex uh, toy industry or something. It's very close. What, yeah. what about him says sex toy? He just looks really smart and sex is where the money is. Huh. Wow. Well, let me tell you something about what, what Lowry does then. Lowry <laughs> is a scientist. You got, yeah, yeah. He's the founder of a company called Axosim, where they make what's called nerve on a chip. Oh. They're making human nerves in a lab laboratory. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. On a, How about on, that? Like on a chip, you know, so like a... Not a no. So for consumption as an appetizer. <laughs> <or a laughs> nerve on a chip. <laughs> a different. It's nerve on a chip technology. Mm -hmm. It's actual human... Not for eating life. or for sex purposes. So okay. what is this about? I don't... What is it? What it is, uh, it's to screen drugs. So for pharmaceutical oh, right. companies to uh, to test drugs, okay. don't have to do it on animals mm -hmm. before they go into clinical trials. Oh, have awesome. a, a good idea of what it's going to do to people. So, so talking to the mic there. Okay. If you're really a scientist. I, I am, but we don't <laughs> talk into a lot of mics in the lab, believe it or not. Right. Where is the lab? 
The lab is actually right now at Tulane University. We're leasing some space and on St. Charles just Avenue, not too far from here at all. So, so, it's walking totally dis- so walking distance from here, okay. and close to the seventh ward between six and eight, where they make whiskey drinks. You can actually go and watch. I them. make my whiskey drinks. You make them yeah. yourself. In I know. You can take your whiskey drink over there. Can you take a drink into the lab? I mean, well, I don't see why not. Why not? You so want a drink in the lab? Yeah, I think I would get more. He's on a second while drink while he's working on nerve chips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's actual it's human life. That's being created in the laboratory on St. Charles Avenue in Uptown New Orleans. How about that? That is amazing. It's maybe not quite that advanced, but we're getting we're getting close. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> what do you mean, not quite that advanced? What are, what are you up to? Well, we uh, like I, you know we're we're creating these chips. We're actually starting to test some drugs in them and uh, seeing what kind of responses we get. So you have got to the point of actually making a human nerve on a chip. We have, but I wouldn't call it life. life. They don't talk to us. You know, we they don't really tell us what's going on. We have to infer that, I guess. No, I don't understand that. Karen, <laughs> do you understand that? Kind of. I'm Did in the medical field. Uh, you're in the medical field? field? So I kind of understand what he's trying you to say. You in medical experiments? <laughs> I guess like with prescription drugs, like gabapentin and stuff like that, right? That's and exactly. Then you would, okay. That's exactly it. So you can test them on our, our nerve. Just go back two syllables. Gabapentin. <laughs> what is that three syllables? It's a, it's a, gabapentin is a medication that helps people with nerves. Yeah, they have damage to their nerves. It's supposed yeah. to help. Well, mainly diabetics. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How do you know that? I'm a nurse. <laughs> You're a real nurse, a registered nurse. I'm a real nurse. <laughs> Is that right? Is there so a fake nurse? How come, how come we didn't yes, make that? Yes, that's what I'm dress up as for Halloween. That's what RN stands, stands for, right? Nurse Ratchet is a fake nurse. <laughs> how come we didn't get nurse on this list of actress, model, human rights activist, dating guru, and social media star? There's just so many to add in there. Yeah, I'm but just glad I'm not the only like scientist, medical person here, so that, that helps take a lot of pressure off. That's yeah. exciting. Nurse, because nurses is pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, I've been a nurse for 11 years. So why'd you leave it off this list of things? Actress is okay, too. <laughs> it's more exciting. Do you like Actress is more exciting. So do you... Sounds, the wardrobe. Sounds more exciting. The wardrobe is better do for you the ever actress. It? Yeah. Do you ever get to play a nurse? And I then did. You can, and then you can say... <laughs> I did. I'm not <laughs> just a nurse on that TV. That list of skills I added in my resume. <laughs> I don't just play a nurse on TV. I'm a real nurse. I am a nurse. Yeah. yeah. And do you tell the, all these different people in your life what you do? Do you tell the people in the acting world you're really a nurse or... It's on my resume. <laughs> it is on your resume. Okay. So they'll What's call me when they need some a medical person. <laughs> yeah. You well got the experience. It's not this big well dark deep secret that she's okay. nice. What yeah. sort of modeling are you doing? Cuz last time we talked to you, you've been on the show before. And last time we talked to you, you were married to a rap artist. Oh, we weren't married. You weren't married. Uh-uh. Well, you totally lied about that. Cuz <laughs> I'm she? sure you said you were married. Don't you remember that interview? Sounds no, I wasn't here. <laughs> no, you weren't here. Yeah, you wasn't. <laughs> You weren't married? Uh, but he was a rapper. Uh, yeah, I dated. I was in a relationship with someone that was a rapper. Locally? Okay. <laughs> name names? <laughs> Do you want to name any names? Do we know them? Nah. We, <laughs> you don't want to tell us who it was. We, we never did know who it was. Nah. Yeah, no, we, we don't know them, or no, you don't want to name it. Or thank you. I was going to say that. <laughs> All right. yeah. So he's gone. He's out of the picture. Yeah. Because now you're uh, like, now you're dating. Yes. So I watch you on Facebook Live. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. How do you do that? So what happens is that Karen gets on Facebook Live and she just faces the camera by herself and starts talking. <laughs> About you could, can what? you do it right now? Or can you only do it like what, the live? when you're looking at a camera? Yeah, can you do like the sort of stuff you do, your act? 
Um, it's not acting, of course. I it's know. not acting. It's actually real life situations. And what happened was I've been in two long-term relationships, both eight years back to back. So I've never really um, been single. So this is actually the first time I've actually been single for over a year now. And so how I kind of... How like are you liking it, first of all? Being single? I love it. <laughs> all right. But so it was your first time in a while you thought you'd just document all of it? Well, I didn't know it was dating was that complicated. Um, so I would go on these dates and there were things that irked me about my dates or the how you would find a date. And like nowadays everyone uses like online stuff like Tinder and whatnot. So are, you, are you using those things? I am. What's but your favorite uh, platform? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I I like Tinder. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I've been on like Playing a Fish, but I deactivated the same day. Mm. What's that called? Plenty of fish. Plenty of fish. Yeah. Do you know that one? You <laughs> I don't do the. Oh, it's actually. Uh, but yeah. I, my I friend know. knows about Plenty of Fish. Plenty of fish. Yeah. yeah. I hear friend. the kids talking about Bumble these days. I, I like Bumble. It's similar to Tinder. Are these kids that you've created in the lab? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're really grown up very right. quickly. You know, it's, it's they're already on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> so have you been on Bumble, Karen? Yes. I'm on, I'm on Bumble and I'm on Tinder. Um, and what kind of guy are you looking for? Because we could help you out. <laughs> I'm actually, at the time when I started dating, I, wasn't, I was just kind of like getting my feet wet. And at this point in my life, I'm really not looking to be with anybody <laughs> so what happened we'll go back a little bit then tell us about it. so you go i've because i've seen you get on this thing i've seen you live on facebook it's extremely impressive well, for a person who's a nurse <laughs> model political activist and well just to be able to talk non-stop for like a half hour i know <laughs> well during my uh um rants i call them my rants on facebook and when i I celebrated my one year anniversary of being single and i decided to like you know i always snap about it or mentioned about it on Facebook and people were like, well, Karen, you should blog about it. I was like, eh, I don't really want to write about my, you know, there's so many blogs out there already. I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. So I started snapping it and I was like, you know, this is pretty cool. Maybe I should try it live on Facebook. And I think on my first day I had like over a thousand views and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And what I did was. Isn't that unlikely? Cause it's <laughs> a really good looking woman with a low cut top talking about <laughs> dating. And I want people to date me that anyone would look at that. I'm shocked. <laughs> That's crazy. You so might have discovered something there. Yeah, so I went on <laughs> Facebook and I would talk about like my dates and things that was going on um, in the dating world. And people would interact with me. So that's when I, that's how I was like, okay, it's cool because not, it's not just me talking. I'm actually interacting with the audience and they're giving their opinions about dating and, and I'll ask them questions. And, and that's when I came to terms to that everyone has the same problem when they're dating Which and is we what? all have something in common what's the problem <laughs> not being able to find your mate <laughs> not being able to find is that a problem mr right or something mm. are you mr single and Cole? mrs right right are you single call i don't talk about my personal life really no. yeah well, who would we talk I'm, about i'm, that I'm loved and i'm in love okay Aww. that's nice well, that's nice larry what about you are you single or uh, now i had i have a girlfriend okay but i, I should say I, before that no, no it was not you didn't create her <laughs> but before <laughs> that i won't comment on that okay. i don't talk about my personal life get, either I well guess. i don't get that that specific <laughs> well this should be an interesting pandora's, 60 minutes well no it's yeah. pandora's box you know you start talking about one yeah, thing yeah who knows then, but um yeah I, I was just interested that you said everyone has the same problem about finding someone so I'm wondering finding like, someone now. I think uh, today. Yeah, today. Like, it's like today. Like right. today. Like in this day and age. Yeah. Like this day and age. What do you That's think is? 
What's the difference? Well, you never know because it's like Snapchat is today, so I don't even know. That's what I thought you meant this afternoon. You wanted to, you know, find someone today. But what's the difference between now and like a hundred years ago? It would have been worse a hundred years ago because you were stuck in a one little tiny small village. You couldn't move or go. She was just a spark though in someone's eye. Like she wasn't around a hundred years ago. No, well, I would hope not. I think you settled a lot back then. Why is it so difficult now? Um, I guess there's a lot of factors. Uh, my audience is ranges from like all ages. Okay, so turn around and look at this bunch of guys. They're too young. Too young? Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. Bros. <laughs> He's trying to get uh, me arrested. <laughs> how old are they? They're in a bar. Oh, I They're like 18. All right. Don't and say that. 20. We know where we are. That could get people in trouble here. They're 21 for sure. They're 21. I saw their right. IDs. And <laughs> how, well, it's a restaurant as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyone yeah. can come in here. That's true. They're just a child. How old is Mr. Wright? Is there an age? Actually, I brought that up yesterday on my Facebook. I was asking people what's what's too old and too young for you. Are you allowed to tell us how old you are or is that? I'm in my 30s. In your 30s. Okay. So what are you looking for? A guy in his what? I don't know. Up to what age? <laughs> 70? <laughs> no, I said yesterday that um, if you looked like my dad, I wouldn't date you. <laughs> what does he look like? <laughs> is your dad cute? Is, would yeah. You know that? Is he Cambodian? Because that would knock it down substantially. <laughs> Maybe her dad's not cute. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that's a good My answer. dad is 71. <laughs> okay. Where is he? My real dad's in Maryland. And what about your fake dad? Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> I have a stepdad, and he's 68. Okay. So. Where is, he, is he here in New here Orleans? In, yeah, he's in Louisiana. Okay. Now, you come from the countryside. Yes, 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 yes. Where do you, you uh, live in the countryside. I live in, like, the bayou. <laughs> Whereabouts? That's why it took me, like, two hours Are you from here. the bayou? No, I'm from Maryland. Okay. Which and then bayou? you live in the bayou? Uh, I live down there, yeah, with gators and... Wh- where? <laughs> What's the name of the city? Uh, Buras. I don't know where that is. Buras. Yeah totally heard of that have you heard of that I've, I've absolutely yeah. heard of that yeah don't know where it is though Larry. I've heard of it I have to say <laughs> no one knows where it is so if you can is. picture the map of Louisiana and yep. we always say Louisiana is the foot of the man in the United States right so I live where his toe sticks out in the Gulf are you way oh. down <laughs> so are you being washed away way down there yeah we usually get we're the first people to get hit by the hurricane oh my god wow and are you getting washed away now I mean is is it disappearing <laughs> Uh, around you because that's right where all the land is going yeah right. I think they're working on the coast but I don't you really think know. they're working on the coast all right yeah, you get out of the house that much good old BP decided to sponsor that from what I hear they just out of the goodness oh, of their really? heart they said we're going to sponsor the we're going to put some coastal yeah, restoration yeah. <laughs> because they're just nice well people. it says that we're losing a football field every 40 minutes or something mm. have you noticed that down there <laughs> no I'm like an hour to the end of the world and they have a sign that says at, we're at the end of the world <laughs> well is the end of the world it's getting creepy. closer though is what i'm saying is it true i mean we, we don't even don't know, know where it is we i just don't see know it i just you know really like a receding hairline can yeah. you see yes. can you <laughs> see it going back well a football field <laughs> every 40 minutes you could, you could watch it crumble into the ocean assumedly if yeah. it's a football field every 40 I minutes i really if you're an literally hour live right next to the levee so i'm in between oh, wow. the gulf and the mississippi like i can just walk two minutes to the levee and so if you felt so do you ever feel suicidal <laughs> that would be an awesome place to kill yourself. You could just walk right into the ocean. <laughs> wow. Nobody would ever. You're horrible. Well, I was just wondering if I things aren't working out. I think it's a great place to kill somebody, Bumble. too. To kill someone would be <laughs> even Bumble. more interesting. Why the do you live way down <laughs> there? <laughs> Throw them in the river. Why do the you gators, live there? gators, catfish, we'll eat it. <laughs> we'll eat everything? Catfish? Are they, do they? Yeah, there's they're catfish. Like I think I caught the biggest one I've caught in 
was 60 pounds. Ooh. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. But 60. I, don't, I don't eat the fish. <laughs> Do you sell that fish? I give it to my mom. She loves she, fish. Oh, wow. Did she eat the whole 60 fish? Yeah. <laughs> she would chop them up she into pieces hungry. and then right. throw in the freezer. All right. From what distance? <laughs> <laughs> so why do you live in Buras? Uh, my parents, uh, they're fishermen down there. Oh, so okay. I moved to be closer to them. How do you like it? Is it cool? Um, You'd be the only uh, Cambodian actress, model, human rights activist, <laughs> and dating guru in Buras, I would imagine. Don't What's forget nurse. And yeah. nurse. I'm sorry, about why I don't have that written down here. What's the Cambodian factor like down there in Buras? Is it just you? No, actually, the biggest community in Louisiana is in Buras. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So um, I actually uh, don't really hang out around them too. Much. Don't I'm very private at home. Like social, like social media is totally different. But when I'm at home or in my town, I just like, I try not to exist. Because <laughs> it's a very small town and I don't right. want anybody to know what's like, what I'm doing. I want anyone to know that you're on the internet trolling <laughs> for men. Do they not have the internet down there? People can't. No, you know what? I don't have internet. <laughs> Why should I rub it in my face? I don't have internet. I have to use my you phone. You don't have internet <laughs> down there at your house and bureau. Oh, wow. No. No way. No. What I'm about serious. doing this Facebook Live thing from your phone? Then I do that work. But, but do it out at the, you know, on the bayou <laughs> with your yeah. feet yeah. in the golf. Uh, yeah, I could do it on my it? phone, but I, I get seasick, so I can't go on the. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the flat thickens. Yeah. <laughs> You're an interesting person, that's for sure. So, what kind of guys can you date down there? There aren't too many. I don't date nobody so you down there. So you got to get out of there, right? So I that means that every time you go on a date, you have to drive two hours. Yeah. Oh no wonder it's taking a while to find yeah, yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah. I've only been on three dates in right. the whole over a year. Right. <laughs> Why would she have to drive two hours? They should drive two hours. Because she doesn't Ooh. want people no, to know she lives yeah. in Yeah, and there's nothing down there. There's, like, nothing down there. You can know. hang out and cat, go catfishing. <laughs> you know yeah. They got to pick her up. <laughs> She's two hours away. Good point. That's just no, what as happens. long as they pay for dinner, I'm good. What week. about noodling? Can you do noodling down there? You don't want to do noodling. No. But you can if you want to, if you want to go float down the rest of the Mississippi River. Mm. But um, <laughs> I don't want to. No. Okay. What is that? Floating down a river on a... <laughs> like tubing? Oh no! no. I, well, you you probably know better than me. Yeah, you, noodling is when you go fishing for catfish with your bare hands. So you'll put your, you'll try to catch the catfish by putting your whole arm in their mouth. <laughs> right. So so it's it's incredibly dangerous though because yes. this noodling activity uh, has a <clears throat> a bit of a caveat that uh, uh, snapping tur- turtles often inhabit these holes that catfish uh, make. So there's either a catfish or a turtle in that hole. And if it's a catfish, it'll bite your hand and you'll grab it by the mouth. If it's a turtle, it'll bite your hand and bite your fingers off. <laughs> so, so that's what's why the deal with that? People dangerous. have had a few beers before they. <laughs> go down. Why well, would I you think do they do that? more of that, like up north. Like, yeah, hey, it's we a northern really thing. Don't I think noodle down here. Not, yeah, maybe where the river's less or more tame. You know, right? Uh, you can. How do did you know that? Thing. Are you from I think I saw a TV show about it one time. Right. The River Monsters. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Call you to go fishing? No, I don't know anything about this life. No. I'm from Brooklyn, New You're York. You're from Brooklyn. <laughs> I just moved here you two only, years ago. You only moved. When did you move here? Two years ago, two January years ago. 2015. Hey, so I went kayaking. Man. That was like my rites of passage. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think you even kayaked down it's, here. It's it's really <laughs> interesting. The water, just the gators, all the life. I don't. We just have trees and buildings. Yeah. And cats. Brooklyn is cat city, so that's like the most. Dangerous what made thing, you want to get out of Brooklyn and move to New Orleans? Mm, I needed space. I was feeling like I was, everything was crushing in on me. Were you in Brooklyn before in. it got hip? 
Before it got hip, were you there? Be- oh yeah, born and raised. F- yeah. Oh born- yeah. So, so you've watched so all the of whole that, thing. I watched it exactly. I watched it and I right. didn't like. Yeah. Well, what do you think about what's going on here? Then have you noticed the same I've sort totally of? I totally noticed the same thing. Uh, so what's the sitch? What <laughs> what can we expect? <laughs> well, what we can where expect. Where are you going next? <laughs> what's happening next is that all the gentrifiers are just moving in and they're moving into the zones, yeah. into the artist zones. Yeah. It just seems like there's this. Um, a cyclical thing happening right now where um, the artists have created cities and everyone else is moving in and the artists are being pushed out. So exactly what's happened before is going to happen again is what my feeling. So People will be pushed out of all the inner cities into someplace else and they'll figure out another city and another artist town mm-hmm. and then it'll become hip again and, you know, and then everybody else will come, come there again. But it seems to me that there's more and more people with more money because... People are moving to these places because they're artists, because they're cheap to move to. So people move there because it's cheap, and then people with money come and buy these places and fix them up, and they're worth more. And then all the artists move to another place, and more people with more money show up. I mean, is the population growing that much? Yeah, because well, poor people, people just have wealthier? children, if poor people have a lot of babies, then rich people have babies. So you're just having rich babies and poor babies. And so each generation, <laughs> each generation is pushing the next. <laughs> yeah, pushing the next. The so the rich generation is pushing the next generation to have more babies and gentrify. I don't know. I don't know how this but thing works. But I don't works. know how that works because we've been living here in New Orleans <laughs> for, is it 300 years now or 400 years or whatever it is? Yeah, the tricentennial. Which one is it? So that's 500, right? Uh, yeah, I think that's how that works. Right. So we've been here for 500 years for the tricentennial. That, there's something wrong with that. <laughs> look, look that up when you've got a minute. So it well, ha- it's been... I mean, I've been here for like, how long have I been here? A hundred years or something? It's been the same for the whole time I've been here. And then suddenly it's in the last 10 years, it's changed. Well, that's how I feel about Brooklyn. Brooklyn yeah. was the same and all of a sudden it changed. So it's not and every generation. And then I moved here and then all of a sudden it changed. Yeah, but I think there's a certain time mm. there's a in the world. Point. Yeah. yeah, there's a tipping there's point. So why did it have I, to happen I think, now? I think Katrina put us on CNN and uh, you know we were the phoenix from the ashes. After that, and then you know you got Jazz Fest things that Mardi Gras things that bring tourism in specifically to love the culture, and uh, you know those rich tourists who love the culture will find a place to nest after the guy in the carriage or the guy in the cab or the guy in the airplane tells them where to go and they go hang out in that hood and they're like, oh, this is pretty cool. Let me let me hang out here and you know. Well, what's going to happen? Is Brooklyn ruined? Kind of. Well, so what's hap- happened in Brooklyn happens over here right now with people complaining about noise. But mm. it's really uh, kind of weird here because New Orleans is known for music and food, right? Mm. Well, people start complaining about the noise. So they move into areas where that are really hip. Mm-hmm. And then they just start they decide to have families or they get a job that mm. requires them to be awake earlier. And then the noise is a problem. Right. So I don't know because that's yeah. what they're doing here. You know, there's a club called Bufa's where they have a, a stoplight. And so if, it's, if you're on red, then you know that you're too loud. Someone has made a complaint in the neighborhood. Mm. They're always going... Um, There's a light outside. That There's a light inside, inside of the restaurant. It lets the musicians the that are playing... Shut up. No, yeah. So, so basically red band. is you're too loud. This is for the band. Turn down, yeah. So if the red light comes on... Mm. It's such a tiny you know, little bar. It's, uh, that, that conversation ha- is, is far too black and white, like most conversations. It's far too, you know, two-sided when, when it's all shades of gray. You know, I, you see the bumper stickers that say music is not a crime, you know, this idea. And I'm, I'm a songwriter. I want to 
I want the musical uh, culture to exist. I love Frenchman Street right up until it became neon and that dogged. But um, but the, there's a brass band that plays on the corner uh, every night by Dat Dog, and if you play at Blue Nile, it's really loud, really fucking loud inside. You know, the booked show, but nobody's gonna say anything, but because the brass band is New Orleans, and uh, and who's to tell the brass band to not play so loud? Well, you know, I don't know, but. I know that music is a crime when somebody stands on the sidewalk, which is public, and plays music too loud all night in your neighborhood. That's a ridiculous example, but there's there are elements that uh, there are a lot of variables here that need to be discussed. I think, and of Let's course, talk about it. Yeah, well, of course, I, I'm I'm a musician. I I want there to be the culture of music everywhere that there's always been and the places that want to create it newly sure there has to be of course right it's it's i think it's a the backbone of uh of what new orleans culture is is the music is that what brought you here Cole? because you you do play music you're a musician um yeah i discovered new orleans being a musician on the road and i ended up here and i loved it and i wanted to move out of new york for a long time so this was one of the places that felt similar to brooklyn i felt like i it was colorful i felt like i could find my way around and be Entertained and it's difficult. Stimulated. It's difficult to describe the kind of music you make. Um, how would how do you describe it? What do you call it? Well, being here, I call it a gumbo of music. So ah. I'm influenced. I'm half Jamaican. I grew up in the church. Um, I grew up playing classical piano from four to seventeen. Um, then I studied classical mm. voice in college, and wow. I'm huge. I, m one of my first background background gigs was for um, West African artists. So I'm really influenced by a lot of genres. And um, the way that I found my way in the music business was to make my own music and to have my own voice. Um, it never was very clear unless I did it that way. And then it just became this thing that took off, you know, but I was leading it. So it's a gumbo of a lot. Christian. Let's take a listen to something right reggae. now. What do you think? Should we? Yeah. Let's what do, you, do it. Yeah. We've got the bongos you here. You want to hear an original song? Yep. Yes. What? That, was a, that was a nice segue. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to play? I don't know. I didn't even think about you it. You don't know? Uh -uh. You I just like decide like as soon as you. Yeah. When, when would you decide that? Just when you touch the bongos, or. Like right now, as we're speaking, I'm thinking about it. Okay. Yeah, let's do this song. I'll do a song called Little Me. Don't you 
What do you think, Karen? I love it. Isn't kind it of reminds me of, of like uh, Nelly Furtado and Yuna combined, like kind of indie pop, right? And a who? Yuna. Yuna. I don't know Yuna. Yeah. Like well, you it. know, the beauty of my music is that it's always different because um, I have to interpret it for instrumentation. Yeah. So right. it's, it's this now, and then with a two-piece, it's different, and with a five-piece, it's different. So it's all of that. Yeah. Right. It's no wrong. I think right it's answer. more like your message. Yeah, and that's what I really like about it. I think it's the message, yeah. Thanks. What is that about? The message? The message is freedom of my music, you know? I created my own genre. Right. It's about musical freedom. It's about human freedom, you know? I'm a human first. And um, that's what I think my gift and everybody's gift with music is. And art, you know, we are the voices of people that can't speak all the mm. time, so... I like to use my voice, which is my singing voice and my musical voice as a message, as a message of freedom and hope. And what's the reaction to that being here in New Orleans compared to in Brooklyn? Um, well, you know, it's always different when you're a fish out of water. Hmm. You know, a lot of people are attracted to it. A lot of people have questions. So I've, have, I've had a really good welcome in here. Um, in New York, it was different because... I came up doing it, so right. they saw all the changes, all the expansion, and some people can deal with it and some people can't. But um, I still feel accepted in both places, but I just had to leave New York in order for me to fly the way that I wanted to fly. Yes, it's pretty good to come to New Orleans because you can kind of be anything you want here. Nobody, nobody asks any questions. Yeah, so I really just can be say myself. You're the, you just call yourself the punk empress of African rock, and everyone goes, oh, okay, yeah. that's cool. Where are you playing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one's like, no one's down on anybody here. Not at all. I'm not critical, which is really refreshing. It is. Isn't it? Yeah. Do what you want. Are you from here, Larry? I, I'm originally from the North Shore. Yeah. So you're actually from the North Shore and you're inventing how to make human life in a lab. I guess. You yeah, must be the true. smartest guy that ever came across <laughs> that causeway. Let's not tell them that, but yeah, maybe so. I don't know. I would think so. <laughs> how did you come up with this idea that you could create human life in the lab, really? Well, a nerve on a chip. I'll say that in a second, but first I want to say I'm not really sure why I'm here. I'm not nearly as cool. I've never had a thousand Facebook or internet followers. Right. I can't make music. Um, and my life, and my, the life I create is not as exciting as you make it sound, but we can, we can pretend I like that. Really Are you kidding? <laughs> so what, you, but what you're doing is, seriously, you're creating like human life, replicating human nerves Wait, yeah I mean what we so can do is we can, can try test drugs on them instead of testing on animals and humans yeah we can take human cells uh, I don't know if it's creating life that's one way of putting it but we can take them we can basically build them up kind of like 3D printing into something that looks like an actual nerve and yeah test drugs and, and basically monitor how the, the nerves respond yeah isn't that I think that's really interesting <laughs> you don't have yeah. to test on animals anymore that means that we respect animal life as much as we respect human life I think that's amazing it's pretty yeah, cool it's, it's something we're going for without a doubt and you came up with this idea no I did not I, uh, so I was actually doing my PhD at Tulane my PhD advisor came up with this and, and you just ripped him off I ripped him off yeah. good job now he's one of our co-founders he's very involved um, so, so he thought of it yeah he well, did he so did. what are you doing how come you're doing the interview 
Well, he... What about him? What's his name? <laughs> he thought of it, Michael Moore. Um, Michael Moore. Yeah. Michael Moore. No relation. Not a de- very different Michael Moore, <laughs> right. I guess. No, he came up with it. I was a grad student, so that was his idea. I got in the lab. I started working on it. So you made it happen. Well, some of it. Luckily, a lot of smart, smarter people, if we're being honest, came after me, kept going with it. But it was, you know, I wanted to, to go with it as an entrepreneur. That was always something that was exciting to me. So I talked to him about it. And he said, yeah, let's do it. And we're doing it. Wow. And have you making any money yet? Is going to be not the biggest yet. thing ever? Not yet. That's, that's the hard part. Uh, Isn't this going to be huge, though? It will be. And actually, we are on the cusp of our first customer. So mm. that's really exciting. Could so we all give you like 100 bucks or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're we're, <laughs> we're raising money right now. So as much as y'all want to put on the table, I will take it. I'm actually raising money as well. Okay. Uh, we all so kind well, of I'm money. raising money, too. Raising <laughs> if we're going to talk about it, I'm raising yeah. money, too. Yeah. Okay. Let's go around yeah, the I table then. I said it first. I said it first. Okay. How much do you need? Uh, we'll go with half a million dollars if y'all have it. Oh wow, half a million is what this is what you need to get to the next. Well, we don't necessarily need that much. We've actually gotten a lot of grants from the federal government. They're supporting yeah, a lot cool. of this research. Okay. So. How much have they given you? We've gotten uh, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars so far. Wow. Hmm. Is that all it costs to? Well, it's a, it's a step. Life? So that's why we haven't gotten a customer yet. There's a lot of proof you have to Remember do. Remember the six million dollar man? That was six million dollars, and that was back in like the '70s or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you're you're making the process of testing drugs more humane. Are you making it quicker or cheaper as well? All of the above. That's, That's good. Yeah, yeah. Because we can do this obviously faster than animals. Definitely faster than humans. Mm-hmm. It's a lot less expensive because you don't have to take care of the animals. Yeah. So you know, we does test it, it in humans. Does it uh, take any like uh, result ambiguity out of it because you're taking out the what could be a dog or a rat or a pigeon? Well, so that, that's what we're proving. I mean, obviously. Animals aren't humans, uh, but to take that leap for the pharmaceutical industry in particular, uh, for the FDA, you have to prove that in a big way. And so that's what we're working on. That's sort of our marketing. Well, you have to prove that we can do better than a dog because it's a simplified human. So normally would drugs get approved by the FDA after they've had a clinical trial. And is that clinical trial on an animal, not a human? No, no, no. The animals are the step before clinical trials. And then so the that's clinical trial is with humans, like gabapentin, for example. Correct. Have you ever been on gabapentin, Karen? No. My it, grandfather was on it, and he did not like it. The side effects are really bad, so yeah. that's one of the things we're trying to help get rid of. Uh-huh. Side effects of medication? Yeah. Why, by testing it? Yeah, I mean, if you can test it on humans, you know better if they'll react positively, negatively. So, in theory. Okay, so how much do you need? You need another half million. Yeah, we'll take it. And who's the first customer? I guess you can't tell us that. I can't, but it is a big pharmaceutical company. Right, so this would be huge if you land with these guys. It would be. Anything a, we could do to help. Yeah, um, I'll give you all the email address of the guy we're talking to. Email him. You right, know, tell uh, him we'll, we'll start a grassroots effort. Tell him you had two drinks and didn't fall <laughs> off your chair. You know yeah, what? Yeah, all right. yeah. You need a jingle. Those pharmaceutical companies. Oh, get those bongos so, out again. Yeah, yeah please. So we'll, yeah. That so would be awesome. We'll okay, the company is called. Here, we're going to do it right now. But the no com- buyout. The company is called <laughs> X. <laughs> <laughs> The company is called Exosim. Oh, can you do anything with that? What's the feeling of Exosim? Like, what's the what's the mood? Are you? Uh, what? How are people feeling? Are they? Well, we're optimistic. All, yeah, they, we're all they, feeling great. Yeah, but we're a bunch of scientists. But the people that are taking so. the drugs, you know, like, what what's the difference? Why are they going to buy your drug? Well, it's not our drug. They're not buying They're well, using our testing. I mean, why are they going to use your testing to make the drug? Well, because it's faster, cheaper, and and better. So I think so you can work futuristic. that in, right? Yeah. yeah, something. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it can do something. I need to be in my studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you couldn't do it here with the bongos. We couldn't figure it out now. No, 
Axosim. And nerve on a chip is what we call it. It sounds like you could rhyme with nerve on a chip easily, right? That's our that's our product. What rhymes with chip? Dip. Andrew. Dip. You need chips and dip. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, we could just go from a different angle, okay. like some I kind like of chip that. and dip. Uh, chip and dip. So he has a song. He has how much? A hundred dollars from you? Hip. I'll put a hundred bucks in right now. All right. I don't have it on me, but I can write you an idea. You're right? good for it. I'm can sure. Do, you got your checkbook. I check can book? do GoFundMe. Uh, not on me, but you know. You got Venmo. I know people who've got. Oh yeah, Venmo. What? You got Venmo. You can give him a direct payment. Venmo. I don't Venmo, even know what it is. Direct payment. No. <laughs> Get on it, man. It's I've got Mumble. <laughs> do you take Mumble? Okay, so you need another half million to do what with it? So that, that'll let us hire a couple more people. Uh, it'll let us, let us continue doing the drugs. It'll let me go to a bunch of conferences. Get he out wants there. an assistant. And he it'll does. help us you get a jingle. All right. I mean, I, I, the jingle is going to be pretty expensive. Yeah. Okay, so what's the jingle going to say? But you know, the SAG will pay for the residuals of that. You just need to give me that front money. Like, don't, he, don't worry about that. Okay. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you need? Just like 50 bucks? No. Just to play a couple of bongos. Andrew mm-hmm. can help with the lyric. Yeah, maybe. We yeah. need, we, yeah, we need more than that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so how much? You, now, Cole, what are you raising money to do? I'm raising money to go on the road. We go on our first band tour. Oh. It's for the Midwest, so we start in Chicago next week. Hey. So we're raising next money for all week. the ongoing costs. You know, renting the van, That's cool. gas, You're room going and board. next week, and you haven't got all the money together yet. This is ongoing. I do have the money together. Okay. I have money for next week's trip. Okay, but so you're a week going, ahead, all right? We're going on the road constantly. So this, I just want to fund. Uh-huh. So we raise money for this fund, so we just dip into the fund. We buy f- plane tickets, we drive, we buy gas, we okay. buy food. How much do you reckon that's going to cost? 10000 10000 mm-hmm. What do we get for it? Is it like Kickstarter where we get But, you know, you get a songbook, so you get a PDF songbook downloadable. Oh. Everybody, yeah, what that signs that? up. What's a songbook? Well, exactly? for my new album, I have four albums out. Yeah. The latest one is at Louisiana Music Factory, so you'll get all the lyrics. You'll get the full songbook that I designed. Okay. And all I have to do is pay how much? Any, that's any amount. Any amount. Any amount, you'll get the songbook. Mm-hmm. And suppose that anyone's listening to this and they really do want to do that, where would they go to Suppose do? what? Suppose someone really wanted to do oh, that. Where um, would they find go that? GoFundMe.com slash Cole Williams Band. GoFundMe, Cole Williams Band. Yeah. Okay. So that's your full name, Cole Williams Band? <laughs> no, just Cole Williams. And, and then band, band is my is middle name. Band's your middle <laughs> name. <laughs> Who's in the Cole Williams Band? Um, my drummer, Jeff Janai. My keyboard is Nate. I call him Nat King Nate. I really can't, I, honestly, I can't pronounce his Nate last name. And then he plays the keys and I just said, oh, let me just call him Nat King Nate. So it's one of those okay. things I just, you know, when you get lazy and you just don't feel like looking at the spelling of a name. And People you just need like, a nickname. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's Nate L. Yeah, so Nat King Nate. Um, my guitar player, Keenan McRae. And then my bassist, Devin Kerrigan. And then me. Okay. So I'm the only girl. And any of these guys, you're a significant other? No. None of them? No. Did you find them here, or did they move down? I from found them here. here. Oh. Yeah, so I got a whole new band when I moved down here. How did you do that? Just go and um, hear people play and then pick them out? I heard people play. Um, I had a friend that knew, a dr- knew my drummer now. She referred me to him, and I just put it together. And then just moving pieces around. Some people worked out. Some people didn't. That must be the one of the great things about being a musician in New Orleans. You could pick pretty much anyone, right? Not really. They can all play. Everybody can play. <laughs> well, everybody can play, but do they play for your particular style of music? You know, a I lot of people, people can do a lot of things. People who aren't musicians, like uh, the three of us over here, Definitely have no me. idea how that works. <laughs> I don't know how four people get up on a stage and all, or in well, a rehearsal room like and all figure out how, what they're going to do. It's like an engineer. You can have different kinds of sound engineers. So a sound engineer for film may not be the best sound engineer for you right now, right? Well, we're on 
Well, well he's film filming, himself. but you know, this is audio back here. Yeah. So if he's just used to holding, you know, if he's used to doing oh, specific things with film, the film industry, he so may not be. So people who get in a groove playing one kind of music aren't necessarily good for playing every. Absolutely, yeah. Right. See, look at this little kid. That kid can't be legal. That's too young. <laughs> That's too young for you, Karen. You have he's kids, drunk. right? Yes, I do. You How do? many kids have you got? I have four. Oh my God. How old are the little brats? Um, my oldest. So I have 14, 12, 10, and five. 14, 12, 10, and five. Mm -hmm. That is four. So who's texting you consistently every five seconds? <laughs> These the are kids? all my notifications on my Instagram. But what's Facebook. going on? That oh, you get notified lot. every time someone... Look yeah. how many you've got since we've been that sitting That is here. insane. <laughs> it's so many. What are they saying, all these people, about your photos? Yeah, they're saying stuff about my photos. It's mostly about having sex with you or what? Is that... Really? None of I it. used to hate, I hate, I, I rant about it on my Facebook all the time when I, when I get messages um, on Facebook. And a lot of men are just so like, oh my God. You're just Guys so just want to fuck you. That's the story, right? <laughs> um, so but I know, I, I'm really good at picking out like why you're messaging me. So I won't answer it if it says. Okay, um, let's tell us if it says what. What's the? Th if you say hi, <laughs> I won't answer you. Hi. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no totally. good. Okay. Totally. Because yeah. they just want you to lead in. Yeah, it's just like yeah. blanket. Yeah. Hi. Hi. I would thought hi. that would have been a polite way to open a conversation. <laughs> no, no, no. What does that mean, Cole? That means definitely what? It's they're an fishing. opening. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're just fishing. They just threw their fishing line out. Hi. Okay. And see just if I'm going to respond. Don't say or hi. You don't. Yeah, because they're not trying to fish. They're just in this water. Hi. Bam. Okay. I don't feel that. All right. Okay. No connection. Yeah, what else? Right. So Nothing. What else can't you say? <laughs> That's like a ghost. What else can't you say? <laughs> hi is out. Well, What's like what they'll do is they'll say hi and then today and then tomorrow they'll say hi and then the next day I was like, hi, how are you? The next day, oh, you're gorgeous. And the next day, you're beautiful. I'm like, okay, so for the whole week, I didn't recite anything to you, but you're going to keep continuing to like message me. And they're like, hi, how are you? Yeah. Why are you so rude? Why can't you respond? Reply back, please. I'm like, <laughs> okay. That's what I have to So don't do that. <laughs> no. Don't say hi or follow with your gorgeous. Okay, so <laughs> what else? What should you say? What's the best thing you could say to someone on Instagram who's a good-looking woman who's put a photo of herself up there for whatever reason? Um, I think when you actually be yourself and you're being genuine, like you're genuinely Genu trying to get to know me, and you're, and, and if you are, like I'm well, on, what I'm I, on social media. What do media. I know about you though? All I know is I've seen your photo <laughs> on Instagram. If you're on you my, if you're on my social media, then you know a lot, enough about me to know like what I like. And so it's, I have it's to funny. research you. <laughs> I've got to go stalk you before I can say anything. Yeah. Trust me, a lot of them already is doing that. <laughs> that sounds like, okay. sounds like that sounds like a stalker message. Hi. Yeah, hi, hi, hi. So how much am I supposed to know about you when I don't know you at all? Well, on my, on my, if you're friends on my Facebook, I'm always sit talking about something. So it's like pieces to my puzzle. But if I just follow you on Instagram, you don't have to know anything about me, right? I can just follow you on Instagram if I want to. Do you have to? Yeah, but I, I, I post certain things about my interests and what I like. And so I know when people are like, it's so funny. So some guys, they know I like, um, I'm a human rights activist too. So... They'll say stuff like to get me to talk to them. They'll say things like, oh, yeah, you know, I want to do human trafficking, too. And like love <laughs> human trafficking. Like, <laughs> like, yes, I <laughs> love it. Like, how do I get involved? And, what? and it's cool. <laughs> At that point, I'm like, like okay. Wow. Maybe we should slow down here just one minute. I, I think what you mean is uh, it's a, some sort of fight or a fund or, or non-profit against human trafficking, right? Right, right. Okay. So that's the message that I kind of get. And I'm like, uh. Okay, so. Can you tell us what human trafficking actually is? Okay, so it's like uh, when you're selling uh, humans. Yeah, but how would I get one? 
<laughs> I mean, suppose I know that you're. A, Is that a good lead-in? Then I know. yeah, that could be a good. That could be a good opening. Suppose I want a human. <laughs> where where do I go to find one? It's a supermarket. Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> Not really. The Super Bowl. So these people, that, this, these people that you're trying to save from being trafficked, right? If I was on the other side and I was looking to buy a human, who would I talk to about that? Uh, Do you have a phone number? <laughs> Do I have a phone number? No. So how would I find a human? How would you find a human or yeah. a human trafficker? The person who's going to sell me a human. Well, I'm, so looking, I'm looking for a human. You're looking for a human trafficker because we're humans. Okay. Kind of human? <laughs> no, the human trafficker is trafficking another human, right? Yes. Well, I'm looking for the second type of human, the one that's being sold. Yeah, the but you got to have a What can I get? Where do, I, where do I look to see well, who's Well, usually, available? like, I think they just busted um, several salons here, like the massage parlors oh. here in the world. Massage parlor. Now we're getting yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Oh, you know about those massage parlors, though. I don't know where yeah, to you find Yeah, know, you know about I don't those. Know where, I didn't know there was a good place to get a human. <laughs> and how much? It's a good place to get a lot of things. No, mm-hmm. what right they'll on. do is... Like a massage well, A lot of massage parlors are <laughs> foreign. <laughs> and so these, these people that traffic them here will sell, sell them lies. Like, hey, I can bring you to America uh, for this amount of money and don't worry about it. You can and what are we talking about? We're talking about a young Asian woman. Yes, young Asian woman. And how old are they? Yeah, they could be, I don't know, 14 and up. 14. So I can go down to the French Quarter. And if I go to the right massage parlor, I can buy a 14-year-old Asian girl. Well, you would know that she's 14, right? Oh, hell no. <laughs> no? And no. you would not, not, no. that, not that you would I'm buy them. I'm not saying them, that I'm going to do it. But not that you would buy them. Because I have to watch them. the debate tonight, so I haven't got time to do that. But, Just grab them by the... <laughs> but Friday night, I've got plenty of time. That's, where that, that's what's going on. Yeah, so okay. what they'll do is they'll sell the girls lies and they get here and they're thinking they're going to be free, whatever. But no, when they get here... They live in like a cellar for the rest of their lives, and they're working for these people, and um, and they're stuck. They are, they're not from here. When they don't speak English. Working they can't for these people, what are they doing? Um, they'll do extra extra ex- curricular activities. Well, they're hooker type. They're having yeah. sex with people. Yeah. So for like you do your massages, but and hey, you if you give me ten twenty dollars, are you by yourself in a room when you're having sex with a guy? Not you personally, but <laughs> in bureaus, I know it's hard. <laughs> I would say, but I don't know. These women who know, are these 14 year old girls who are having sex with guys, in, are they by themselves in a room? Yeah. Do they speak any English at all, these girls? No. So they no, can't even That's, that's, how, they feel, them. that's how they're feeling trapped. That's how they're feeling trapped. Because they can't go anywhere. They don't know anything about here. They can't speak English. So they're, now they're just feeling trapped. Like, what do I do? I just, I'm stuck here. And then when they're done, like, I. A lot of them are just, they, they lock them in the cellar. And well, they're not much good to anybody in the cellar. Oh, they just, what do they do? They, do they kill them or they just leave no, them? No, they just, that's their workers. You know, so that's they work how in they the make extra. And they get them out and they have sex with guys and go back in the cellar. Yeah. And who's, who's, who's working with you again on this sort of stuff? Oh, is I thought. Is it the cops? Or? What, I, what I do is I actually fundraise for nonprofit organizations that fight against human trafficking. So I started like in 2010, where um, where I worked with a nonprofit in New York that helped women that were former sex slaves or victims in Cambodia create handmade bags out of recycled material, and they would sell them to help them gain independence and not be thrown back into the cycle of becoming a, a sex slave. And so I would do fundraisers for them, and and then I did one two years ago. And where I 
raise funds for this organization, which is global. And said, so instead of me just focusing on helping women and children in Cambodia, I said I, my passion was more to help every woman and child in, around the world. So the, the organization I worked with after was called the Freedom Climb, and that's where they go around the world climbing mountains. Um, to spread awareness on human trafficking. So that time I raised about 3,000 um, towards the organization and then climbed seven summits in Colorado <laughs> wow. to spread awareness. Yeah. So you're the full package. You can <laughs> climb mountains, catch catfish with your bare hands. You got babies? She already got the babies out got, the way. Yeah, they got yeah. out the way. <laughs> and you're, you're on social media now. So, okay, so now we've learned not to mention... <laughs> trafficking yeah, because I was just like, okay, I'm not talking to you. Unless you're so like... So what is the winning line if I'm going to follow you? First of all, what is your name on on uh, Instagram? iCandy? Yeah, it's at iCandyLand. iCandyLand. I-K-A-N-D-Y okay. Land. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm going to follow you on Instagram, what should I say that would get me <laughs> to hang out with you? What's the key? What's the best thing? What, what would your dream post? Having a normal conversation with me. Not trying too hard. Like, a lot of men just try way too hard or they're trying to be sneaky. Like, yeah. not all men, but, you know, I always, no, get, I always get attacked when I say men. <laughs> Trust well, me. Oh, not all men the, do that. I'm, like, I'm okay, looking for that. the actual <laughs> words you want us to say, though. What are the actual, what's the best thing you would There's say? No well, this guy words. seems nice. <laughs> yeah, but, you I know, everyone can, see, everyone can see nice. Everybody yeah, can see nice until you, like, go on a date with them. <laughs> Why are you looking well. at me? <laughs> that, that was a question I had. How do you know from <laughs> words on social media, like if someone's sincere or not? Like that—that that seems hard. Because it's it's you. Hi, you're beautiful. Hi, you're gorgeous. Hi, like really, like there's more to me than being beautiful. And I and I say that on my Facebook all the time. I'm always talking about activism, the genocide. I talk about movies. I'm very passionate into like movies and. I, I'm very proactive in the whole the, the yellow face phenomenon that we're having now in Hollywood. So I'm always talking about I'm always talking about causes and like, but all you can think about is like my physical looks, and that's just like a turn off for me. Like, hmm. like mentally, I want you to be mentally attracted to me, not just like physically attracted. So you to don't me. want people to notice that you're good looking. I don't want you to. That's I don't want that to be the first thing you say to it's me. It's not your lead, Grant. You can't lead with that. Do that later. <laughs> yeah, we've maybe later. Some sort of intellectual. <laughs> okay, well that's good to know. Good advice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Would, you li- <laughs> would you like to hear Andrew Duhon play a song? <laughs> I cannot believe how many things are going. It just on. keeps coming. It's unbelievable. This is nonstop. It's like a Instagram. strobe. How many people do you have following you on Instagram? Um, so Instagram, I got twenty-four hundred. They're very active, these twenty. And then um, I think on Twitter I have like 17,000. And then wow. my Facebook combined I have over ten, uh, over 15,000. Really? Yeah. I think Access him has like 500 likes on Facebook. So that's pretty cool. You're yeah. getting there. And you're, yeah, and you're, involved, with <laughs> really you're involved with changing the world. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, these people are just fucking shallow. This is exactly what Karen's saying. <laughs> I guess. They could be talking to you That's about changing the world, but I don't know. They're looking at some gorgeous okay, hot Okay, so chick. I, I, I wrote Don't a post hate people? about... Priorities, I really? guess. Now, I wrote a post about I'm, I'm writing a book, and, of course, I get, like, 15 likes. So then I take, you know, I did a selfie of myself, and a 100, like... <laughs> You're an author as well. well. I'm starting to write a book. <laughs> you see, this she thinks... Well, no, but so she's Jamaican. <laughs> you keep looking at me. 
<laughs> she says a, new, a new thing, but yeah. she's like she's half Jamaican because Jamaicans have about twelve jobs. Oh really? We do a lot of things. Maybe you have Jamaican. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I do. I, have your, I wear many What's hats. the other half? It's not Jamaican. American. Okay. Well, that's. So I like that. It's predictable. I like yeah. that. Thank you. It's better than. Um, you want my favorite? You want to hear my worst pickup line? Yeah. yeah. Bring it. Ready? Mm-hmm. Are you Chinese? Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's 2016. We're still Chinese now. We're still looking like we all look like you were Chinese now. Like we still look the same to you. <laughs> like I hate that. I hate when people come up to me like, hey. What's your answer to that, by the way? Do you have a snappy answer? Um, I always say no. Hmm. I I mean, I know ignorance is out there, so I just like I just deal with it. Um. <laughs> Hey, we didn't do any commercials today at all. Shit. So would you like to do some Let's commercials? Let's do that quickly. Yeah. And then, okay. I just, I totally forgot about this. That's not all that good. But look, it's no big deal. Because look, we've got, well, you know, we call them commercials. Laughingly. <laughs> hey, today's show is brought to us by these fabulous people. Basic swim and gym where you can get a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. Do you do yoga as well, Karen? No, I should. Mm, you should. <laughs> Yoga. No yoga. Okay, well, if you like a bikini, a one-piece, or a cover-up, do you have a cover-up, Larry? I don't, but you didn't ask me about yoga. I'm offended. I've you do yoga? yoga? Like six times. So. Come on. All right. Well, if you want to get like some yoga clothes with style or a bikini, yeah. or a one-piece or a cover-up, in fact, anything you need for the beach or poolside, you can get it at Basics Swim and Gym. It's right across the street from Basics Lingerie, which is actually called Basics Underneath. On Magazine Street, it's near Jefferson Avenue. Thank you, too, to Hangover Destroyer. Here it is right here. Do you know what this is, called? I don't know what I'll that is. I'll tell you what it is. It's the only all-natural product that's medically proven to prevent a hangover. Now, we're going to give it one lead to the scientists. All right. You're going to need this <laughs> more than this anyone. Test it, it out. on your nerves. He had, yeah. he had the most drinks. Exactly. If you want some Hangover Destroyer for yourself, go to the Hangover Destroyer website. It's hdestroyer.com. It's faux in the pocket. And if you write happy hour. Hey, Karen, you want one? If you write happy hour in the coupon code, you'll get 30% off of your order of Hangover Destroyer. And you too it's gluten can free. seize the dawn. It's Hooray, it's gluten free. And it really works. Nice. And it will cure or prevent your hangover. Right. It says you can have four or five drinks with it. So can I get another one? How does that work? Sure. Yeah. This is it's really cool. They gave this. Yeah, I'm going to get another drink. Get I'm another drink. Hungry. Take your hangover destroy I'm and hungry. get another so, drink. Yeah. And the music provided by Andrew Duhon. I haven't Duhon. eaten anything yet. Yeah. Do they have food here? This is yeah. nice, this piece. I'm eating. We're eating. eating. We're eating. We're women. We love to eat. Okay. Hungry. <laughs> you want to get something to eat? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get something to eat. Okay. Hey, I just found my, like, my pickup. Your pickup line? Yeah. You want to get something to eat? The one yes. <laughs> I will That's say yes that to works. that. <laughs> okay. My pickup line Andrew's going to play drinking? us a song, and then, and then we have to get out of here in one minute. Aww. Well, not one minute, but, you know, a few minutes. That flew by. I know. Cole, you want to play some bongos with me, or what? Oh, nice. Oh, idea. nice. Sweet. Look, the bongos wear a hat. Okay. What are you playing? I'll play it, you know, New Little Giraffe. Oh, a new song. Yeah, okay. New song. Off the album, what's it called again? Uh, the album's called... What, what did we come up with today? Uh, Paint by Numbers? Magnets? How do those work? <laughs> <laughs> Another great title. Bless 
cheek and then you kiss my face until there was no face left to say and oh look at me now I'm lost and broken down in a valley there were easy ways around easy ways around Trouble in the shape I'm in They don't go the places I've been Easy ways around Trouble in the shape I'm in They don't go the places I've been That's pretty nice, cool. Very yeah, nice, you guys. Good <laughs> pretty good for not rehearsed at all. Uh-huh. Not bad. Nice song. Kind of worked too. with the good bongos. Song. Yeah, yeah nice, I thought it sounded nice good. Nice production choice for bongos, you know? Yeah. Nice, yeah, Drums nice would have been a lot, but bongos were kind of nice. Uh-huh. Cole, yeah, can I you like come it. back? I like uh, the vibe. Yeah, can you come back and do that again? Oh, yeah. Okay, when do you get back from being on the road? And if we want to see you. It's just for the weekend. Just the weekend. It, oh, so listen, you're back next I have a daylight. I'm a site director for an after school program. That's where I came from. I came from uptown. So I do a lot of different things. What's school uh, Andrew Wilson charter school okay. inspire NOLA and so I work with community works of New Orleans all right cool so you go out for the weekend then come back for yeah and then we're back and then um it's a way to do it actually I'm here this weekend I leave next weekend okay and then when I get back I have to go to the dentist it's a lot of stuff <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get all I have great. wisdom teeth Don't worry. oh you do have your wisdom teeth pulled oh out God. oh no I have to get good. them all pulled out at oh once all four oh, so you gotta go under you have to yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm going under them. Do going they under. do it all at once? They're going to do it all at once. Oh, yeah. I just said do it all yeah, at once. Yeah, you should do it you all at once. You should Facebook Live that stuff or something. Totally. Oh, Karen should, right? can come over and... She yeah. could totally... Like, yeah. 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 I should give you the yeah. anesthesia, too. 
You can give people a shot. I can do all kinds. Give me the extra. Man, what can't you do? Write a book. Give a shot. I've seen a lot. Trust me. I'm excited though. Can you swipe a couple of those? Uh, bags, uh, uh, the IVs that you would get if you get too drunk, and you swipe a couple of those. So, you know, maybe for like a <laughs> second or a third date, if it's going really well, maybe you could su- surprise them in the morning with an IV bag. That'd be pretty <laughs> strong. If we require or, an IV bag, I don't know or, how well that date went. <laughs> <laughs> or Hangover Destroyer works maybe yeah. better. Yeah, uh, this is like pho in a bag. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty positive. I about think I want to use Hangover Destroyer. Let's yeah. all try one. Right Let's now? all do a hangover destroyer. Right go out tonight. How many drinks are we trying to have? Tomorrow, I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, everybody, we've got to get the hell out of here. Karen iCandy Tap, thank you so much for joining us. Thank we you can for find you at iCandyland yes. on Instagram. And I can't wait to see who takes advantage of our <laughs> lessons and comes up with a great <laughs> line uh, yeah. for you. Lara Curley, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Creator of Life on a Chip. Very fun. Right down there on St. Charles Avenue in the lab. We're looking forward to seeing what happens. I hope you get this big deal with Eli Lilly or Pfizer yeah. or whoever it is. Whoever it is. Yeah. So we keep well, going until we get it. That makes a couple of us at least. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Cole Williams. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. You're that welcome. was really great. I'm glad you moved to New Orleans. Thanks. And you got to see me perform. I'm at the Marini Brasserie every Saturday night. Is that right? Marini Brasserie yeah, every Saturday that's night. That's our weekly gig. Okay. African Rock Saturday. Oh, cool. Okay. That's a really good idea, actually. So Why the, not? the punk empress has a, a castle. A castle. And it's called Marini Brasserie. Mary Brasserie. Mm. Well, that's a great <laughs> line to end on. Thank you so much for joining us. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Christian Unruh is our music director. Eric Morrill is our technical director today. And Asher Griffith and Grayson Jernigan were the live feed directors on Facebook Live. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show, you can sit upright for approximately an hour. Drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's neworleans.com. We can also check out many other hours of Happy Hour along with some other shows we make, including Out to Lunch with Peter Rusciutti live from Commander's Palace. True to the game with the very funny Chris True. Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss, the man who ate New Orleans. Ray Canata, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker. Milo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu and the podcast about death. Yes, it's called Death, the podcast with psychologist Dr. Arian Alphant. Plus questions from the waiting room with psychologist, psychiatrist Nick Pajic and Psych Ward with Dr. Ross Shields. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, by the way, Karen, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well, although we're not on Mumble. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page as well. Those photos were taken today by Alison Moon. If you're listening to the show on a podcast app that you like, thank you so much for subscribing to us. Take a moment to do one thing. Would you rate and review us? That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans where they have a three-hour happy hour every day and brunch on the weekends. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting. For itsneworleans.com, for Andrew Duhon, Graham DuPonte, everybody back at our office at INO Broadcasting around the table here at Wayfair. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour. <laughs>